Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Fair Ones and Fairways. Noel Sosa, Fernando, Hurricane Revis in the building. What up, Hurricane? Not much, man. Uh, it was a big weekend for boxing. Big weekend. You know, really enjoy the weekend, man. It was a fun weekend of, of, uh, of fights. Oh, man, it, it really was. Uh, really was. Really enjoyed the uh, the main event. Even the uh, undercards uh, were all right there. Of course, we're talking about the big Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia fight. Tank comes out on top, improves his record to 29-0, 27 knockouts. Ryan falls to 23-1, and 19 knockouts. And uh, real quick, man, before we jump into it, I want to send a shout-out to uh, my man Morell, uh, who who was uh, on the undercard. Love how he was promoting, you know, autism uh, awareness. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I think doesn't get enough attention. Big shout-out to him for that, man. But, yeah, man, uh, big event. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Ryan Garcia uh, versus uh, Tank Davis. I feel like we were right on the money with this as far as the way the fight was going to go. Yeah. Tank got him out a little earlier than I anticipated. Yeah. Um, if you were betting on it, you know that you just missed the under. If you bet the under, he actually fell into the over there, seven and a half rounds. Uh, but yeah, man, um, what are your initial reactions to uh, Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia? Well, uh, my initial reaction was, you know, uh, I was very surprised that uh, how Ryan Garcia was not able to adjust. He, uh, you know, there was times in there where he just looked, uh, he looked green. He looked, you know, he looked like a fish out of water. Mm. Um, he started real aggressive, and he was having a really good first two rounds, and then he gets caught. Yeah. He, he overcommitted. He got caught with the overhand left. He got knocked down, and uh, after that, he became very, very hesitant, very hesitant. Yeah, man. You know, when he started opening up there kind of in the second round, I was like, oh, okay. He's going to bring the fight a little bit. You know, I, I was, I w- honestly didn't think that was going to happen for a, a couple more rounds. I thought maybe around fifth round, sixth yeah. round, he'd start opening up. But yeah, second round, he started firing away and was feeling pretty good about himself until, well, he ran into something. Yeah. And I think psychologically that, that played a big part, um, you know, in, in the ensuing rounds. I didn't, uh, I watched him turn his back from him a, a few times. Yeah. And if you're a boxing coach, you're pulling your hair out watching that because yeah. that's one thing you tell your fighters, never, never, ever turn your back on a fighter. And right. he did that a few times. And so I think uh, I think Tank uh, got in his head a little bit mm-hmm. with that shot. And, you know, you know, Tank did what he was supposed to do. He was cool, calm, and collected, picked his spots, you know, picked his shots perfectly, you know, didn't waste any energy. You know, he had a regular night at the office. It really was, wasn't it? It, it was just Tank doing what Tank does. Yeah. Uh, he was in there. He was downloading information, uh, caught his opponent slipping, yeah. and, and, and you know, uh, made him pay for it. Yeah, I mean, he was in no less danger in this fight than he was in with Roley or any of his previous opponents. He didn't seem in any kind of danger. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I agree, man. And, and, right, that was the whole – that was the whole thing, man. You know, the the hype going into it was that Ryan is this this big massive puncher. And listen, Ryan can get off. You know, he's got some 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 extreme snapping those punches like we yeah. talked about. Yeah. Um, but he just wasn't uh, able to execute. How much of a factor, if at all? I'm just curious to know what your opinion is on this. Uh, does the uh, that whole you know the stipulation of the rehydration clause? What do you, does that play in at all? And I'm not trying to say, hey, let's make an excuse here. But, I mean, just real talk, I mean, how, how much does that factor in there? I don't believe uh, that it had that it was too much of a factor. Uh, just because from the, after the second round, he looked a little beat mentally. 
Um, he he looked like he he just didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to approach Tank anymore. He was throwing his jab, but you know he wasn't really pressing like he like he wanted to. It's like he was having a hard time figuring out how to get on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then when the knockout blow came, the body shot, which was a, a beautiful shot to deliver, you know you can almost see him thinking like, should I get up? Can I get up? And and so it, it begs the question: Did he quit, or you know could he have continued? Um, you know, obviously, if you've ever been hit to the liver, you know it's a paralyzing pain. I've been hitting the liver. It, it sucks. Yeah. and uh, It ain't fun, that's for sure. No, and if usually if you're within distance, you know, you want to clinch because if you if you go down, you're not going to get up. Right. And so, but I've seen fighters get up. Uh, Marcos Maidana got up against Amir Khan. That was a horrible body shot as well. And yeah. he was, uh, you know, looked like he did not want to get up, but he got up. Arturo Gatti. Arturo Gatti. I mean, yeah. um, with Mickey Ward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just seems like, you know, Ryan Garcia, when, when the count reached 10, he got up really quick. So I don't know if he was thinking of continuing and maybe just said, you know what, I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It, it does beg the question if if uh, if he checked out. Listen, man, uh, you know, conspiracy theorists uh, pr- popped up pretty quickly. They, they what kind of shot was that? Bah, bah, bah. Hey, listen, <laughs> again. If any, if I hear anybody saying that, that lets me know you've never got hit like that. Yeah. Um, it is just got to be one of the most debilitating blows imaginable. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, my favorite kind of knockout in the sport of boxing, those body shots. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny to me, or I say funny to me. It's 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 interesting to me uh, how many times uh, that, that fighters neglect going to the body yeah. because it's such a big opportunity and it's, and it's a lot easier to hit than somebody's head, yeah. you know? Um, but man, when, when you get to see a body shot executed perfectly, um, it can fool the average viewer. Yeah. And that was the thing about this fight. It crossed over to not just boxing fans. This was, this was a spectacle. This was something yeah. that, you know, that, uh, that casual viewers were going to tune into. Uh, we don't have numbers yet, do we? We don't have official no, numbers back no, yet. I haven't seen yet. They, okay, they released them or not? But but I know it's gonna. I know. I know this fight probably did pretty well. No, it will. Um, commercial success, we'll call it. And so when when you have a casual viewer see something like that, all of a sudden things are rigged. It's set up. I don't know. But let me tell you something. Tank basically landed his Sunday punch. Uh, that left hand of his yeah. is where his power is. It's deadly, and he landed it. Short and accurate. I mean, that was the full force of a Tank Davis punch. It was just to the body. To the body, yeah. And 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 it was in the right spot. And man, let me tell you, like you said, those liver shots. It's paralyzing not, pain. Yes, yes. Paralyzing pain. You know, uh, usually you get a delayed reaction. You get hit, and you think you're good. You move. If you saw Ryan Garcia, he tried to jab away from him, kind of, and then it, the pain hit him, and, it, and he, he went down. I mean, it's uh, it's. As a fighter, as a former fighter, I uh, I would much rather get hit in the face yeah. than, than get hit there. I know it sounds crazy, yeah, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you, you almost feel like you're dying when you get hit that hard to the body in in that kind of way. I mean, you just you're almost just like you said paralyzed. Yeah, uh, temporarily, of course, and and it just it you don't you don't know what's what's happening to you, right? If you if you're not familiar with that, so. Um, you know, Ryan, golly, I feel like he jinxed himself a little bit in the all access leading up to the fight. He said, yeah. I haven't got my nose broke yet. And there he was bloody nose, paralyzed, bloody nose on the, on the floor, hurt in pain. And of course, not able to beat the 10 count, uh, which of course brings the victory for, for, for tank Davis. 
uh, again, proving to uh, improving his record to 29, no 27 knockouts. Uh, real quick, because uh, I want to ask you, where does each fighter go from here? But real quick, uh, one, th- one fighter that I did notice uh, that was there for the fight was Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Uh, with about every chain, I think he owns, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the diamond version of Mr. T. Yeah. Um, Floyd Mayweather was there. Now, him and Tank have a long history together. Uh, Floyd used to be Tank's promoter, is no longer, but was still there in Tank's corner and seemed to be pretty involved. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I had heard uh, rumors before that, you know, um, Mayweather banned him from the Mayweather gym and stuff like that. So, you know, I was kind of surprised to see him there. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it was a little off-putting seeing him kind of take a shine a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Especially like during the pre-fight intros, like, what are you doing there, man? (laughs) You know, it was interesting. Yeah, Yeah. and he just seemed like he was he was pretty on the show the whole time too. So yeah, you know, showboarding after the win, and you know, (laughs) I don't know. I just it was a little weird, you know, to to see him there. It it was a little little interesting to see there, and I wondered kind of where they are. I saw something, and I, I think it was accurate. I think Tank had even said something about you know Floyd gave me the the game plan to beat this guy, uh, to beat Ryan. Yeah. So they must still be communicating well. Again, I was a little surprised to see Floyd, but always good to see Floyd in the yeah. ring. Yeah. You know, we, we we miss you, Floyd. I hope in retirement and, you know, he's been doing a lot of uh, uh, exhibition matches yeah. across the globe, just, you know, putting on shows. Yeah, he's doing real good. He's hey, man, good, man, you know what? I say this, and people, he gets a lot of criticism. Well, why don't he fight this part? Hey, man, Floyd's done. Floyd's yeah. retired. Let him have fun. Yeah, he's closer to closer to 50 now. Yeah. So. Let the man enjoy his retirement. Let him make his money however he wants to make his money. That's right. He's not, you know, he doesn't have to fight anybody that he doesn't want to fight anymore. The man has nothing to prove. Nope. The man has nothing to prove. Uh, so I, I love seeing Floyd. But, you know, back to Tank Ryan here. Uh, so where does each fighter go? Let's go with the winner first. Uh, Tank Davis, what is next for Tank? I mean, what are some possibilities, do you think, uh, for Tank Davis? You know, well, you know, I'd love to see him against the winner of Loma and Haney. You know, the, the big dream fight also is Shakur Stevenson. I think sure. that's a super fight now. Sure. Um, but, you know, very likely he'll probably fight a mandatory or somebody in the PBC side. That's kind of what looks more realistic. Yeah, you know, uh, interesting you say that. when I Because I, I agree with you. I think those are some great potential matchups. And there's some other fun matchups out there, too. Uh, you know, I don't think it would be competitive, but like, you, you know, a Cambosis always yeah. ready to put on a show and fight. I'd be fun to yeah. watch. I don't think it'd be yeah. very competitive, kind of like the fight be, we just uh, saw. Fun will it last, and it'll be interesting to see if he can get a highlight knockout on yeah. that one too. Absolutely. Which I think he probably would. People have always, you know, asked, is he going to rematch, you know, Isak Cruz, which, listen, Cruz put on a great performance that night. I don't think he'll do that good again in a rematch against Tank. Um, but it's an option. It's out there for Tank. Uh, but yeah, man, you know the you, we say the winner of Loma versus Haney. How disrespectful is it to Vasil Omachenko? I saw so many posts immediately. He needs to fight Haney. He yeah. needs to fight. Are we just forgetting about Vasil Lomachenko yeah. all of a sudden? Like, what is that all about? Yeah, well, if, we're, if they're forgetting about Lomachenko, he might. They might just be reminded That's May twentieth. Right. That's right. About Lomachenko, it's like uh, Roy Jones used to say, "You must have forgot." Yeah, boy. <laughs> and so, I think Lomachenko, and I predicted it last time that we talked. Yeah. You know, uh, that Lomachenko would would edge uh, Haney. Haney. So he's going to remind some people, I think. Yeah, we we got more to talk about there, but yeah. I, again, some very interesting matchups. Yeah, uh, for Tank uh, immediately right there in the weight class. Uh, Loma could it be, you know, Vasil Lomachenko? Could it be Devin Haney? Uh, 
how far along do you think we'd need to get to get Shakur Stevenson in that kind of fight? Because he's still got a little bit of ways to go, doesn't he? Well, you know, or is he ready now? I honestly think he's ready now. I mean, he, you know, from what I saw in his last fight uh, with uh, Yoshino, mm-hmm. I mean, he he was he had perfect range. You know, he was he was just landing perfectly. He wasn't wasting anything. He was moving, you know, great footwork, making uh, making Yoshino miss. Mm-hmm. He, it seemed like he just couldn't miss. You know, he found his timing. It was just, you know. I mean, that was a perfect opponent for Shakur. It, it was. It was. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize or that Yoshino had KO'd Nakatani, who gave him, gave him some people tough fights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Shakur made it look easy. You know, he, he really did. And so I, I think he's ready for, for a tough guy. I mean, Oscar Valdez was no slouch. Right. And, you know, sure. he made that one look easy. And You're Valdez right. was, a you know, an Olympian, you know, undefeated. Or he was 30-0 at the time. I wouldn't mind seeing him with Tank. You know, I think it'd be a really good fight. Um, of course, I think Bob Arum would probably be the the barrier there, preventing that. Yeah. Oh, boxing and its politics. Yeah. <laughs> politics always seem to get in the way of progress, don't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think those are all great options. Uh, you know, could it be Loma? Could it be Haney? Could it be Shakur? Is he going to take uh, someone else? Uh, you know, he had a high-profile fight. Maybe he takes a, a more of a, a softer uh, outing on his next yeah. bout, which which you know I, I get when fighters do that, I get it, right? Yeah. And you have your mandatories also. You got when your you're man right, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, so some options out there for 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 Tank Davis, uh, who continues to be the man in the division. Uh, how about Ryan though? Where, where, where does Ryan go after this? You know, his first defeat. Yeah. So you know he uh, he did say he's going to one forty, and you know this is not the end of the world. He ran into a, a budding legend. And Gervonta Davis. Sure. And there's, you know, a history of this. You know, Julian Jackson, when he was young, ran into Mike McCallum. That's got, right. Got knocked out in two rounds. Right. Um, two fights later, he KOs uh, Inchul Bayek in three rounds for the WBA title. Right. He bounced back. You know, uh, Bobby Chacon ran into Ruben Olivares back in 73. Mm-hmm. He got KO'd. You know, uh, a few fights later, then uh, he wins the title from Alfredo Marcano. Yes. And, of course, I think one of the most recent ones was Ray Mancini. He ran into uh, Alexis Arguello. You know, come on. <laughs> you know, and uh, he got he got he got punished pretty good, and he got beaten fourteen rounds. But then two fights later, he KOs Art Frias in one round, wins the WBA lightweight title. So there is a history for uh, young undefeated fighters who take an L, bounce back, you know, and then capture a title, you know, themselves. You know, I love that you said that because we kind of touched on this last episode. Don't you don't have to have an O, no, right? You don't have to be undefeated. Taking a loss. Obviously, nobody wants to, but it's part of the game. Yeah. Don't think that it's the end of the road. You got to change course, this and that. Taking an L in boxing is part of the game. Uh, Floyd Mayweather being an exception, one of the few exceptions that we had. We've had a few fighters who have you know gone undefeated their whole careers. But that O isn't everything. No, no, definitely. It, it, it is. A matter of fact, it's not as significant as you would think. No. Um, you know, taking losses. We again, we talked about this on the last episode. Uh, not that big a deal. So all you can do is is get better from those yeah. from those L's. We call them lessons. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, we can go back to the '30s when Joe Lewis uh, Joe Lewis ran into Max Schmeling when he was just a young up and coming heavyweight. Right. He gets KO'd in 12 rounds, and then five fights later, he's a heavyweight champion, beats uh, Jim Braddock. So you know, he can bounce back. There's a history that this this has happened. You know, of course, you it know, goes on to be the longest reigning yeah heavyweight yeah. champion of all time. One of the greatest heavyweights of all time, yeah, Absolutely. for sure. So, 
there's a history for young undefeated, you know, young bucks who, you know, challenge uh, one of the top dogs in the division. Yeah. You know, they get beat, they get stopped. You know, a lot of these guys got stopped, uh, and they were able to bounce back. So it's going to come down to him. It's going to come down to his management. I think. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who are some names you think? Uh, I know we were talking about Gesta. Uh, that could be a a, yeah, a match for that could be a good fight for him. Uh, and they and they had discussed uh, matching him with him before, but you know Gesta just upset Jojo Diaz, right? Uh, so that could be a good fight for him. There's uh, Lipinets out there. Lipinets is a good test, you know, for for a lot of the contenders at 140. So I do believe be Richard Comey is out. You know, that'd be a fun fight. That'd be fun as well. Yeah, I think I'd like to see Richard Comey uh, against Ryan Garcia. That 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 could be. Uh, Explosive, yeah, and you know he's still twenty four years old, so uh, you know I'd say three to five fights. Let's see what he does. You know, let's build his confidence back up. And you know, if you're Oscar De La Hoya, you know, if I'm Oscar De La Hoya, I would tell him, hey, we did this fight your way. You know, you fought Tank, you wanted him, and we got him for you. We can made all these concessions. Mm-hmm. We did everything you wanted to to take this risk. Mm-hmm. You lost. Now let you know. Let me take over. Now listen to me. Now right. Let me build you up. Let me do what I do, right. which is make champions. That's right. And, you know, that's what uh, De La Hoya would, would need to do, you know, in order for Ryan Garcia to achieve what he what he seems destined to to achieve. Absolutely. And, and, and again, the future is still very bright for Ryan. Uh, I think, you know, if he takes this in stride and continues to grow and get better from it, I mean, could we, a couple of years down the road, see a rematch with Tank and Ryan? Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be reasonable. It'd be feasible that, you know, if he captures a 140-pound title and, you know, maybe makes a couple defenses, you know, significantly significantly improves, it wouldn't be with, out of the realm of possibility. I mean, they're, they're both big personalities. You know, I, I know this fight sold very well. You know, I don't see why not, you know. I would want to see it because I'd be interested in seeing an evolved Ryan Garcia versus Javante Davis. Right, because the thing I think we touched on before and now after the fight was that Ryan did look very green in there. He did. I mean, you give him a couple more years of development, some good fights under his belt, some more confidence, some more just, just, just you know, growth as a fighter and as a as a human being, as a man. Yeah. Uh, I think he takes that into a rematch and could be a whole different story. Yeah, I mean, look at Canelo when he fought Mayweather. Right. It's night and day. He was green. Yeah. Mayweather got him green. Yeah, I know he says he he fought him in his prime, but calm it, down. Boxing is different. You <laughs> yes, know. it is. You know, you can be in your prime in your thirties or you know in your twenties. Boxing is different depending on the fighter, and I think he got Canelo very green. You know, Canelo's in his prime right now. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's in his prime right now. Yeah, that was he fought Floyd quite some time ago. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I know you want to say it, Floyd, but I love you, man. That's just not the case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, man, Ryan's got a way to go. Tank's got a way to go. Man, we will see what ends up happening for both of these fighters here very soon. Again, we're going to be looking forward to that uh, Vasil Machenko versus Devin Haney and see if that winner go- decides to start screaming Tank's name yeah. and, and calling him out. That, that could get interesting. And, yeah, Lomachenko versus Haney, that's my main event for the yeah. next couple months because yeah. Ryan Garcia versus uh, Davis, that was like the appetizer, but that's yes. my main event because that's uh, I've been wanting to see that fight. That's high stakes, right there. Yeah, that's big time. That, yeah, that's 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 real deal. Who's gonna win that fight? Yeah, I think. And uh, me and you're gonna have a bit of a debate as we get a little bit closer. I got this yeah. feeling like we might be on the opposite side of the fence for that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been saying you know controversial decision. Yeah, I, I'm thinking we're gonna see some controversy in that one, but it's part of boxing, so it is, man. You yeah. gotta love it. And and speaking of. Uh, matchups and the sport of boxing. Uh, how about this? 
you know, we talked about a potential rumored heavyweight showdown, this, that, and the other. Looks like we're pro- – well, not saying that that's out of the picture, yeah. but it does look like Tyson Fury may be having another fight before entering that scenario if it does yeah. end up happening. A lot of rumors circulating that Tyson Fury is going to end up fighting possibly Andy Ruiz Jr. here. Yeah. Um, again, this is not official. Uh, but uh, it seems to be gaining a lot of traction. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Fury versus the potential matchup against uh, Andy Ruiz? It's not a good style matchup for Ruiz, for sure. It really um, isn't. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, he, Ruiz throws, you know, he's got uh, really good hand speed. I know we talk about uh, speed for heavyweight with uh, Tyson Fury. Right. But, you know, Andy Ruiz has really fast hands at, at heavyweight. You know, Very fast. Th- his body is very deceiving. You know, he throws really good combinations. I mean, he's gonna. Who's he, got faster hands than Ruiz in the heavyweight division? I mean, I don't. I think. I don't think anybody does. I don't I, think anyone does either. I mean, Fury's fast for his size, but I don't think he's as fast as Andy Ruiz. Uh, Andy, Andy throws them things. Yeah, he throws them hands. I, I, I've always said that about Andy Ruiz. Again, I know his, like you said, looks can be deceiving. That man can squab. Yeah, you know his hands are really fast. Yeah, and I think that poses a problem for anybody. But but to your point. Stylistically, has bad news for Andy. Yeah, I know he he'll get outboxed, and uh, you know he I, I see Andy Reese chasing that fight more than anything, and you know Tyson Fury is just gonna be cool, calm, and collected, just box him, pick him apart, unless he falls asleep, you know, while he's leading the fight, or you know maybe he doesn't take him as serious, which I don't think that's gonna happen, but you know I'll probably be watching that fight more with my heart. Than, right. than anything else, just you know <laughs> I'm Mexican American, so I'll probably be rooting for him. Be rooting for so, Ruiz. <laughs> so. I would like to think he's gonna catch him somewhere, or, you yeah. Know, but realistically, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a pretty easy night for for Fury. You know, well, I don't want to say easy, but it, it'll be a convincing win. You sure, know? sure. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe win like ten of the twelve rounds. Yeah, one eighteen, one ten seems about it. I mean, I don't yeah. think he'll knock out Ruiz because Ruiz can take a punch. Yeah, but dude, Ruiz. You know what? People don't talk about that enough. Yeah, Ruiz can take a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he got dropped by Joshua, he gets up and takes a a big right hand that. Seemed bigger than the hook that right, dropped him. Right. And he bounces back. He takes it and drops Joshua. So, I mean, he can take And the rest punch. is history yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. And, heck, uh, King Kong Ortiz tagged Ruiz several times. Yes. And I'm talking about big shots. Yeah. And he just kept on trucking, man. Yeah. 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 Big, big, big chin on on, on Andy Ruiz Jr. Um, if he is the matchup for Fury, I agree with you. I think stylistically, all bad for, for Ruiz. Uh, Fury just got the size, the dimensions, and the skills, ability, and capa—you know—capabilities to do whatever it is he needs to in that fight. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you know, it's heavyweight, so I won't just call it—I won't say that it's going to be a snooze fest, but I think it'll be an easy one-sided matchup yeah. for 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 Tyson Fury if that indeed is his next matchup. Again, this is unofficial, but it's been gain, getting a lot of attention. I'm hearing it from a lot of different sources that this is kind of the way they're leaning. Now, there are saying there are a couple other options for Fury, too, Yeah. Uh, but but this one just seems to be... Yeah, it is, and, you know, me personally, I'd, I'd rather see Fury in there with a big heavyweight, you know, mm-hmm. someone that can, you know, test him at least for a few rounds and yeah. make it interesting, and then, you know, he can knock him out. But, you know... Andy Ruiz is the big name, you know, and he still has that fame from being the first Mexican heavyweight champion. So, sure. you know, the Mexican crowd is going to tune in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's probably the route they're going to take. It's the money route, too, as well. Sure. You know, I, I think more people would pay to see that than, you know, Fury versus Sang or, you know, Fury versus Big Baby Miller. I would like that fight. Yeah. You know, but 
people will pay more for an Andy Reese versus Tyson Fury. Well, and I still think, you know, I mean, we're talking about the money. Yeah. I mean, Fury versus AJ. That's money. That's money. <laughs> yeah. That's money. Yeah. Will it happen? It doesn't seem like it, but maybe. I mean, again, that's 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 probably the most money given on how much they could make, you know, at the gate uh, yeah. out there in the UK, one of those yeah. big stadiums. And, you know, I I wonder who's the one that's holding that fight up. Is it Fury or is it Joshua? I mean, what's I, going on there? Something, something. I don't know. I hate to call someone out without knowing. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, someone's holding that up. Something's going on there. I don't know, man. But again, I you know that fight I'd like to see. Yeah. I still would like to see that fight. Yeah, it'd be very interesting because as we talked about, you know, last week, you know, even though AJ is not as mentally tough, he does have the skills and power to give anybody a tough fight on any given night. That's right. And so that'd be a very interesting fight. And he's always one punch away. Yeah, he's you know one punch away. He's one punch away from getting dropped himself. But you <laughs> know, and, and saying that's it. But but he's he's a very good heavyweight, very skilled. You know. We'll see how that ends up coming together, man. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, and I again, we just got together today to recap uh, the big Davis-Garcia uh, matchup over the past weekend. Uh, but it's official now that uh, on June 17th, it will be the rematch. Liam Smith versus Chris Eubank Jr. Of course, last time they fought uh, what a lot of people consider an upset TKO victory in the fourth round uh, for Liam Smith over Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, a lot of folks didn't see that coming. Uh, he, he hurt Chris Eubank, yeah. you know, Jr. in that fight. Um, rematch is official now. We're going to see it June 17th. My my initial thoughts are that I would like to see, you know, if uh, Chris Eubank has more respect now for, for Beefy. Yeah. Because, you know, even when he was fighting him, you can tell he didn't show him any respect. And he got caught. You know, he got dropped. And, you know, he looked like he was on Queer Street the whole time. Yeah, man. And uh, so, you know, I don't want to see any videos of him talking about satain beefy and cooking steaks and all this and that just you know work hard yeah put the work in and you know take this man serious because you know he took you serious and he knocked you out right you know now you do the work you know you know i think i think you make a good point there uh chris eubank was kind of riding this high yeah feeling himself a bit much he's like yeah because uh you know because wasn't he was originally supposed to fight ben yeah. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Connor Ben Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that falls through, and that's a whole another you know Pandora's box we could open yeah. up here in a minute. But uh, ends up taking Liam Smith, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna stay busy. I'm gonna knock old Beefy out. Yeah. We can get on down the road, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get my payday." Man, in this sport, you can never look over somebody, especially somebody like Liam Smith. I mean, this guy's well, at 33 wins, or at the time, 32 wins with just three defeats and 20 knockouts. Yeah. Comes from a fighting family. Yeah. How do you look? How do you look someone like that over? You really got to be feeling yourself yeah. to look someone like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just look past them, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he thought, you know, he wanted to be like his dad for a minute with the trash talk or something, but. You know, Beefy Smith, he, he challenged Canelo, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's right, he, that's he, right. He got beat, but, I mean, he, he has big fight experience. Yeah, with that body shot. Yeah, those body shots, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he's going to have to take this fight serious, especially yeah. if he wants to bounce back and, and be, you know, you know, take another big fight himself, you know, because, you know, no more Instagram videos, you know, <laughs> cooking steaks. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know? Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Look forward to seeing it. Another rematch up there. Uh, we're going to keep, of course, our eyes on some of the developing fights that are happening right now. Because who do we got on the schedule right now? We've got uh, we've got Loma uh, versus Haney coming up. We also have Canelo. He's got uh, John Ryder coming up, yeah. and that fight's happening in Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. It's his, his big homecoming. Big homecoming. Uh, I, uh, John Ryder. 
What kind of chances do you give him to uh, Man, I pose give, a threat to Canelo? I, seeing us it's in that big stadium in Mexico and uh, in, uh, in Guadalajara, and you know this is Canelo's big homecoming. I'm gonna give John Ryder the same chance Greg Hogan had against Chavez and <laughs> back in '93, yeah, which is you know. Slim to none. Exactly. It, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it ends in the fifth round as well. Oh, wow. You're picking but, that? Uh, okay, okay. Well, I, I'm going to be nice and say six. I think six <laughs> rounds. I think Canelo will put on a show, and he'll take him out in, in six. Hey, drop him a couple, to- a couple times, and then a little flurry will stop it, and everybody goes home happy. Hey, man. Okay, I love it. I love it. And uh, listen, uh, we're going to cover all these fights as they come up on the calendar. A lot happening, not developing. There's always something going on. In the world of boxing, the sweet science. I call it brutally beautiful in there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Fernando, thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me as always. And I look forward to talking more boxing. And uh, man, can't wait for these fights. How can folks find you? I'm on Instagram at Hurricane Boxing. Hurricane, no, I'm sorry. Hurricane Rivas Boxing. Okay. Hurricane uh, Rivas Boxing. That's where they can find me. And you can find us, Fair Ones and Fairways. Everything all spelled out, Fair Ones and Fairways. Except on Twitter, it's just Fair Ones, if you want to hit us up there. Uh, But we'll start getting the social media active. We're going to start putting some visuals together. Thank you for joining us early on in this uh, journey as we cover the sport of boxing and sprinkle in a little bit of golf here and there. We'll start doing uh, some more of that as well, too. Uh, But uh, yeah, And also just want to send a quick shout out to my beautiful wife, Joanna. She had her birthday this past weekend, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Give a round of applause, (laughs) y'all. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Keep your hands up.